Hello and welcome to Seagull Social Season 2, Episode 28. Of course, we are the boys Maz, Jack and Ben. And of course, we've got, we got to first of all just um, explain that obviously Ryan is his birthday today. So he's taking a well-earned break from the pod. So we wish him <laughs> a big happy birthday, don't we boys? Yeah, we do. Happy birthday, matey. We'll have that yeah, in the comments, birthday, actually. Ryan. We normally we normally say that at the end, but yeah, but get happy birthdays in the comments. <laughs> yeah, get yeah, get the happy birthdays in for, for Big Brian. Was it his 21st today? Yeah, man. The big two. 12, well, yeah. I thought it was. 12. It makes me feel super old at 30. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to know what year he was born in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can work it out. But I can't, let, my, my, actually, I can't. Not, my head's absolutely frazzled from the weekend. Yeah, let, let's not. not yeah, good, well, not well, what did we get up to this today? weekend? But obviously, Jack, Jack, you were obviously at the game, um, and of yeah, course, you're going to yeah, be our, our resident expert this week uh, yeah. to, to talk us all things through the game. Uh, I think he's the then, expert what, what, most weeks, though, isn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, the pub quiz winner, the uh, oh yeah, the pub quiz. Yeah, basically, congrats. I think there are only like three questions I got wrong. I felt a bit embarrassed, the, to be honest. Yeah, go on, Jack. Tell them about the uh, the Connolly one. Cause you yeah, got well, yeah, one the, the Connolly right, question where I, well, nah, I read the question wrong. It said oh, did you? Uh, Premier League, in his first Premier League season. But I thought uh, it meant in Aaron Connolly's first season, how many goals did he score? And the answer is zero, but that includes League Cup. And the question didn't include the League Cup. Uh, so, you know. And then I thought David Stockdale only saved two penalties in the uh, promotion season. You say three. I forgot the Brentford Did one. It? Yeah, what's the... Th- oh, right. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I think I was at university when... Uh, when I didn't go to that game, so... Right, yeah. I, I hope they... Hopefully they do that pub quiz soon because I actually want to do that or another one soon. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'd love to go to that. Big, what, big what, up the Jack- Caxton Arms. It's a great quiz. And the yeah, great no, quiz no, no. Sh- shout, out, shout out to Brett, uh, Brett Mendoza. So, um, yeah, yeah. S- s- sick that. I love that. Um, and also, Jack, you're making up for it now, mate. Watching all these football matches, mate. You're about yeah, three games a week, aren't you? <laughs> Well, yeah. To be to be fair, I've had a slow week this week. I only had. I've only. It's only, only Monday, mate. To, yeah, I only went to three games last week. Um, went, yeah, I only went to three games. But this week I should be doing uh, four games. I know it's another three game week, but uh, yeah, only only man, the London Brighton line was closed. So I couldn't do any London clubs. Yeah, oh, look at that. Don't Do worry, you... I've got. British Airways FC this week, biggest club in Europe. That is <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that? What, against what Airbus is that UK club. They they like, play at the end of the runway at Heathrow, uh, in like a little ground. <laughs> what the fuck? Big yeah. Jet TV <laughs> just like filming the whole match on your yeah, internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's right next to actually where he films Big Jet TV. Is it crazy? Yeah, that's, that's they played uh, they played cruelly down Gatwick as well in the Vars this season, which I thought was quite a good derby. <laughs> down Gatwick. Gatwick. Yeah, Gatwick away, South, Gatwick. Term, South Terminal. Gatwick away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, but, um, no, amazing. Um, and uh, as you can probably tell, guys, um, we're trying to distract as much as we can from, away from talking about the game. Yeah, uh, because yeah, of how good. bad the performance was. But I suppose let's get into it without further ado. Jack, kick us off, mate. Uh, you were there. You're at the game, so you're probably best place to give us a proper proper review. Yeah, I don't know. The, it's a disappointing result. I don't want to dwell on it too much, but I think. You know, coming you're after to the, for like forty five well, minutes. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> uh, but especially it. coming after the Burnley result, um, mm. it was it was poor. Um, like you know, I thought we could bounce back with a win. I know we played better against more expansive teams, which I think Villa are than Burnley, and that's no disrespect to Burnley. Mm. I thought Burnley were fantastic, but you know the way Villa play, it's more passing and stuff like that. But yeah, we were just incredibly poor. Like. You know, that a lot of the players really didn't seem in it. And I think the most disappointing thing was the heads just seemed to drop as soon as the first goal went in. And I think that, that for me, was the big disappointment. Like, you know, you expect to see a bit of, like, 
And it's not even you expect to see a bit of fight. It just seemed like there was a lack of motivation to get back into it. Yeah. Um, and it really dropped. I mean, it was a great finish, that first goal, to be fair. Like, yeah. But, you know. Good goal. It, even the clearance from Alexis McAllister, you think, like, it's a great header out. Like, we should deal with that. And then he's yeah. just so free on the edge of the box. No one should be marking him because he's yeah. literally just come back from the right wing back position. But, yeah, for yeah. a right back, such a good, such yeah. a good finish. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 great. Stop that. Really so, it's very and, disappointing. And obviously, what he on his shirt uh, had the Ukraine thing. Can you imagine if he actually got sent off? Like, if he got a second yellow. Yeah, I know. He got well, the yellow card for having. Like, I think just even if you go like that, is that still a yellow? Yeah, even if yeah. you've got something underneath. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. I mean, it, it's... to be fair, uh, I did want him booked because those are the rules. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but honestly, you know, can you imagine the uproar if he did get but, eventually yeah, sent yeah, off? Yeah, no, and I, I, I do think there should be. Things Jack's that... like what, World War Three or rules? I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, and I do, I do 100 agree with it. But and there was some strange reaction from the corner of the north. Some people seemed very angry at him for revealing a message on his shirt because people didn't know what it said, didn't they? Yeah, so probably. Like, so people are doing that and they don't. Yeah, that was, but you know, but yeah, that was that was good. To be fair, it's good to see. Like, I wore a yellow shirt, wore my yellow Brighton shirt. But did uh, you in for Ukrainian solidarity? But apparently, that shirt is cursed. So um, I probably yeah, shouldn't that, wear that. You one. know, there was a rumor going around that we were going to wear the yellow top with the blue shorts. Yeah, yeah. Like before the match, obviously, cursed, it's all bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah. Never that would have been a nice so. gesture, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, we probably would have lost anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, we lost in blue and white, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah. Um, anyway, there's a bit of yellow on the shirt, so you know, um, yeah, on yeah. the blue and white shirt. But he, he was so. class though, Matty Cash, though, wasn't he? Even before, yeah, even before his goal, uh, there was that Moda chance where he won the ball back off Ramsey, like, and then he, like, I think his shot deflected off Mings and kind of looped over. Yeah. Like, if, if he wasn't there, Neil Mope would have had a free shot on goal in like, the six-yard box, but yeah, exactly, managed to clear exactly. it quite well. So yeah, he had a very, very good game. Yeah, I don't think there's not too much to like. I I think it's a combination of we were very poor, but I don't think you can take away from Villa how good they were at times. Mm -hmm. But I thought they played very well and they managed the game very well, which is, I think, something that we maybe lack. Do do you think that's down to um, to Stevie G, do you think? Because obviously since he's come in, he's been getting a lot of praise about how, you know, he's... Or do you think we were just that poor? No, I... To be honest, like uh, I and I, I'm not I'm not meaning to bring heat here, um, but I probably will on myself. But I I don't rate Stevie G that highly as a manager. I think, um, you know, the Rangers winning the league was very impressive, but I think they've got a brilliant squad. Like, and that's what, not that's not it? to say they spent more money. <laughs> like, you know, you look at Coutinho, you look at some of the players on the pitch with them. They're fantastic players. Yeah. Ollie Watkins as well. Yeah. But I don't know. I I thought. They they managed the game well, which I think is probably down to Steven Gerrard, to be fair. Um, and I think that's what we lack. Like, and that's not to say they, they were bad. Like, you know, there's just the little things, you know, wasting a little bit of time here and there. Winning those fouls, which sometimes I think we lack. We lack a little bit of that gamesmanship, a little bit mm. of... Uh, we're too nice sometimes, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. Really? Like, yeah. I think that, you know, they dominated us across the midfield. And I felt like the midfield was very weak for for what has been probably one of our stronger areas. but mm. And I think that's down to probably our most crucial player in midfield not yeah. really performing on Saturday. Yeah. That's why he hasn't been performing. Like that was the first, I think it was the Man United podcast. It's the first time we kind of said that he's been off it the first few ga- past yeah. few games. Yeah. And then it's now been three games since that pretty much. And he yeah. still yeah. hasn't really picked up. What? And obviously what, fans what? even getting more on his back for not, not clapping again and shit like that. So yeah. Now, I want to talk about deal. the clapping thing because listen, look, let's be real. Right, when a player doesn't clap, I get it. You know, as a fan, you paid, yeah. you you made you made the effort to get there, um, and you know, and you want a bit of you know a bit of um, respect shown back from the players. I get yeah. that, 
But at the same time, at the same time, is it really that deep that he's not clapping no. every game? Like, I just feel like we're making a big, big deal out of it. And I just keep seeing tweets like, oh, I assume he's not done it again. It's like, why? Like, seriously, like, there's more important mm. things. Like, focus on his performances. Focus on his, you know, yeah. um, his attitude on the pitch. I, I'd much prefer him to, you know, to find out why, why he's underperforming on the pitch rather than him not clapping the fans. Like, I get it. it, it it's not it's not a great look, but I just yeah. feel like there's more important it's things. It's not hard to for him on. to clap. Yeah, it's not hard. But yeah, it's just yeah. a bit of like a yeah. skateboard type thing, I guess. But I just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like I feel like people are just trying to think of like, right, he's he's playing shit. So let's try and let's try and think of something where we can sort of like. Pascal, you know, we can't blame Pascal Gross. We can't yeah. blame Pascal Gross yeah. for pitch shit. So we have to. Yeah, yeah. So we've got to do Zuma. something and like, oh, let, let's get on yeah. his like him not clapping off the pitch. Like, come on, guys, let's yeah. let's. Let's focus on the real issues here rather than the, the non-clapping. But I get the frustrations I, at the same time. I think it's disappointing in away games um, like United. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that like at home games, I don't think it matters too much. I just think it it's a little bit noticeable, shall we say, that uh, that play some players are just walking straight off. But it's I, I think at away games when you've made a big effort to travel there, especially like United on a Tuesday night yeah. at 8.15. 8.15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's disappointing. Yeah, but at that. the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And I think just performance on the pitch just has been poor. Um, mm. And I think everybody's frustrated. Like the players, they're not going to be happy. Because I know one of my mates got a picture with Moda after the game. Um, and, you know, he didn't seem particularly happy, which I'm sure is like, you know, what most players Expected, feel like. Yeah. Um, mm. And so I think everybody's just a bit disappointed. And I think maybe it's boiling over a bit too much um, when people have had a few drinks. Uh, not not including myself in that. Yeah, um, there was an extra half an hour before the game to have more yeah, pints. Yeah, so that's probably where. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think it's just I don't know. I think with the performances, it's been a little bit disappointing. But to be honest, like yeah. you know, and yeah, it's just a question question to both of you. And Ben, we'll start with you. Why do you think it, it like so? Obviously, we know that it could either be um, you know contract talks or transfer talks um just uh you know his head turned maybe lack of motivation mm. what do you guys think the the reason we'll start with you ben why do you think basuma has maybe dipped off since the spurs because for me spurs he was and i was at that game yeah. for me he was like clear of any play outrageous, on that pitch yeah. by yeah, yeah. Outra- like he was outrageously good and then obviously since then he yeah his form has dipped as it's clear for everyone to see why do you think that is ben um oh, can you yeah, put a finger come on? down to motivation yeah if you're looking at if you're looking at the timeline, you say, yeah, we that was an FA Cup game. We got knocked out of the FA Cup where Basuma might have thought, oh, we'd like to have a little cup run here. And then we kept back into the Premier League and after a few decent, uh, few bad results. And we're kind of falling down the table a bit. The European dream's over, pretty much. So maybe Basuma, maybe mid-set, maybe finishing the top half of the table is not a big enough motivation for Basuma, whereas some other players, and obviously for the fans, you think that that is the aim now. But maybe that's not a big enough motivation for him to perform out of skin every week anymore so it could yeah. be down to it maybe okay interesting Thank Jack any, yeah any different I don't know I think it's a combination of both I think I think because uh, a player who I've noticed has been poorer in the last two games I think, think it could be slightly down to formation is Cucurello I don't think performed as well in the last couple of games mm. he left centre back again didn't he Fuck's yeah up. and I think it works yeah. once against Chelsea that was it <laughs> yeah and I think maybe I think it's a part of maybe he dipped a form but I think also the high standards we hold those two players in particular to like before these last couple of weeks I would have given Cucurella like 9 out of 10 every single game yeah the same with Basuma like you're looking at 8 out of 10 every single game and I think maybe maybe burnout towards the end of the season maybe it um, I think 
it doesn't help with presuming that there's so much speculation about his future at the club. But I think, I think as well, we've not. I think since January there just seems to have been a drop amongst the club for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. I think losing Dan Byrne, as much as uh, some people uh, slated me on Twitter for saying, I think that's the main reason for our problems. Yeah. But um, you know, I I do think losing Dan Byrne, the Ashworth news, furthermore with the academy. Chief oh yeah, that's the thing we need to talk about as well. About yeah, um, it it all seems to have been a little bit like you know we've got to this amazing point in January, and we've got rid of so much which was making us good, um, and I think I think there's been a little bit of a drop. But then you know Watford was after January, and after the Watford yeah. game, I've, I thought we were going to win everything. You know, Europe's on. <laughs> we're going to win the, the World league's Cup. on. Uh, you know, yeah, it, yeah. Even Brighton are going to win the World Cup, so yeah, I yeah. thought everything was going to happen that at that yeah. day. But I don't know. There's, there's been in the last few weeks, I think, and also it, it mirrors last season. A, a dodgy decision against United has made the whole squad drop. Yeah, like you know, after we received that penalty, after I mean, that wasn't a dodgy decision. It was a clear handball. It was just after the final whistle, which I think you know rattled me to my core. Mm. But, um, you know, and it just seems... Because we played so well. As much as Basuma has dropped off at the United game, first half, we, you know, we, me and my mates who oh, went... We, yeah, we dominated we them. We came away from the... Yeah. Yeah, we came away from the game going, do you know what? I don't think we can have a go at any player because we played so well in that first yeah. half. We should have probably been ahead if it wasn't for a worldie save by David De Gea and, De Gea, and yeah. probably could have got a point out of it if, you know, if the bar wasn't there. Well, you know, if, <laughs> if Yakamoda's shot was like an inch lower. Mm. So... I don't know. It's a strange thing. It sometimes feels like these refereeing decisions that we've we've had against us, and that's not. It happens to every team, but it's maybe picking us back, picking ourselves back up from it, um, and then that went it's into not, the Burnley game. To be game, fair, and then yeah, but like we, I think we were better against Villa than we were against Burnley. Yeah. So if that that if there was a slight improvement okay, there, yeah. and then obviously we just didn't take our chances. Like we haven't spoken about it, no. but shortly after their goal, Alexis McAllister hits the bar, and you think. So yeah. close to le- equalising there. And it was a decent, like a decent ball from Dunk to Solly March, and then obviously the ball in. But yeah, you think yeah. if Alex takes that, then they get it's game on again, and it's still so much left to play in yeah. the match. But again, it's just kind of ch- big chances think, letting us down again. It's just, hmm. Yeah, I think I don't think it's, it. It just sometimes it, it just felt on Saturday like the 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 motivation had dropped, and I think. As much as everybody's been begging for a three o'clock Saturday kickoff, I, I don't feel like the atmosphere is that great at a Saturday. Well, three thirty kickoff because um, it was delayed by half an hour. But <laughs> yeah, I, no, I kind of said it tongue in cheek. I was like, another another three pm kickoff. I was like, yeah, atmosphere will be great. But yeah, but it, 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 I don't know. There's something really. a bit odd about the three o'clock. The atmosphere is a bit odd at three o'clock kickoffs. I've noticed in these last two. Whether that's the standard of opponent, maybe because we're playing another team in claret and blue, which we don't seem to like, um, other than West Ham. <laughs> Um, I'm yeah. sure we'd probably give Scunthorpe a good game uh, but yeah I don't know it's, it's a strange one um, I don't know really yeah, yeah. it's hard mm, to yeah. answer that no, it, but that, I think the original yeah, question no, was about no, Masuma so yeah what's, what's it? Yeah. yeah sorry yeah, yeah, I started talking about a bloody tangent, Scunthorpe <laughs> yeah <laughs> you went from Masuma to Scunthorpe don't know what happened there yeah. Yeah. that sounds like the yeah. um, what's it called Labyrinth song <laughs> Yeah, 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 was it? Yeah. Um, is that Labyrinth? Yeah, it was, it was. Tiny Temple, Yeah, it? yeah. Oh, t- Tiny Temple, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tiny Temple, oh, no, you're right, yeah, yeah Tiny, Tiny Temple, I got it, yeah. I fucked it. All right, anyway, moving on. Labyrinth was featuring on that, yeah. Anyway, moving yeah. on. 
Pursuing Mr. Scunthorpe's so, elaborate and tiny temper. That's what Jack brought <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> we, we, we've yeah. massively gone off on a tangent here. Just going back to, to the game itself, um, I, am I right in saying, I'm not too sure, I could be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure the only shot on target was Neil Mopé, and that was right towards the end. There was a bit of a P-roller. Um, any, any confirmations on that, lads? Um, I don't remember because... Uh, I think I was in the toilet when that happened. So uh, because you I, the I went, only chance on target. Yeah, I went to the toilet um, on about the seventieth. No, later than that. I can't remember when it was. And um, and then someone said, "Oh, Morpay's just had a really good chance." So I think that was our only shot on target yeah, because I can't remember right. any other shots on target. It was so, not um, a good shot. Is that good so, chance, but not a good strike? Just on that, then. So, what, like, is that a big problem going forward? Or do you think that's just an isolated instance in terms of? chance creation and you know like having one shot on target let me i'm going to double check that but let's just say we had one shot on target the whole game that is that not worrying like you know as 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 in order to score goals <laughs> to have one shot on target which was a pretty tame effort from my memory um mm. isn't that worrying going forward or, or the difference we, no, is we used to have we, we used to create so many season. chances didn't we yeah mm. but now yeah. we're now so we created loads of chances and we didn't vary them, but now we haven't. We aren't really making loads of chances, unless we aren't taking them. So like even Welbeck in the second half mm. when he had that like free header, just put it wide and similar kind of header against Man United yeah, where you put it that wide. Was, that was we have got we've yeah. had we've had a few big chances, but we haven't been creating those like we used to. Is that because Pascal Gross isn't on the pitch? Well, or was he on the pitch? I, I can't remember. I think we're creating <laughs> enough chances. <laughs> I think we're creating enough chances. I don't know just. Just sometimes, uh, I don't know, it, it, these last two games have been strange. We really haven't looked ourselves, um, not to bring a Burnley game into it, but, you know, we haven't looked ourselves in the way that I think we play best, where we create chances wide, but from the two full-backs. And I think with mm. the formation that has been played in the last few games, we've either uh, two at the back, like, uh, not two at the back, two centre-backs like against Burnley, yeah. or Cucurella as the left centre-back against Villa, we haven't been able to use their pace and attacking talent to build the chances. So I, th I think that's where possibly, you know, it's gone wrong for us. But there have been games earlier in the season where we've played a forward at the back and we've been fine. And yeah. I don't, I don't, I couldn't really put my finger on what was quite wrong on Saturday, but it was wrong. <laughs> the thing is, if, it, if, it, if this carries on, mm. the people are going to start saying, oh, Potter's been found out finally. A bit like people were saying when Sheffield United got found out in their second season. Obviously, Leeds have been struggling with their yeah. kind of the way they've been playing. I hope I just really hope it doesn't turn into that. Are you worried? Is that a stupid thing to worry about, Jack? Or are you worried about that as well? Um, I don't think it's stupid. I think Potter's still clearly like the best manager for the job. I don't think he's getting found out. Um, you know, you know, all the best managers even lose games. Like Pep lost to Man City. At the weekend, uh, lost to Tottenham. To, to Spurs, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, to Spurs. You know, and he's meant to be the best manager in the world. Klopp still loses games, but I do think there is maybe. I think definitely on Saturday we lacked a plan B. Um, nothing really changed the game. It didn't feel like we changed anything up. Um, I don't know whether that's options on the bench. I do feel we've been left a little short after January. Um, Potter likes yeah. a small squad though, and and he's, he's made he's made clear that. But it was just a shame to not. You know, he only used one substitute, which was to bring on Welbeck. If mm -hmm. nobody is injured in terms of our attacking options, except maybe Mwepu, if you count that, it's a shame not to see any attacking options come on and change the game. Because if that's all we've got, mm, yeah. how do we utilise it to change a game up? 
Um, but you know, he said on on record that he he likes a small squad. I actually read a article in the Athletic this morning, where it said that you know the way that he's been making transfers, he's been trying to get rid of players which which other managers sign and bring in his own players because we're now down to only five Chris Hutton signed players, um, yeah. which I can't remember them off the top of my head before anybody asked, um, <laughs> which I should do really, but. Um, if we but, thought yeah, about so, it, I'm sure we could name him. Yeah, I'm sure if we thought about it. But um, yeah, it, it, it's interesting that he's gone with the smaller squad for the second half of the season because I do feel in even in an area which we thought was so strong, which was the centre back area, we've been left a little bit, little yeah. bit short after January. Even um, the this like Newcastle page tweeted, didn't they? I think I don't know if it was today or yesterday. They were saying like obviously since Dan Bones come in, I think they've conceded one. Um, and they've obviously won their, their four games on the trot. And yeah. since Dan Bones left for us, we've like lost. Well, we lost three yeah. games out of the four we've played, I think, mm. and we conceded X amount. It's just, there's think, a big difference. And the, the, with the fact that we didn't replace him, we spoke about it in a couple episodes ago, the fact we did not yeah. bring someone in or recall someone for that matter is, when Dan Bird left, it was just it's a weird decision. I think I think it's a tough one. Like, look, I, I definitely agree that we should have recalled, let's say, a Van Heck or an Ostergaard or, uh, you know, all these, you know, great sort of uh, players that are playing in the championship level or, or abroad however hindsight's a beautiful thing i think <laughs> like you know we, we all yeah. i think we all sat here and thought you know oh actually with this with the players we've got you know we've got duffy we've got roberts we've got uh even what's his name is it Tusingui in, in the in the under 23s i can't pronounce it oh yeah but, um, yeah but yeah. yeah but like like we've got you know we've got we've got like a, a young core group at the club that we thought we could rely on and, and I, I suppose like as fans, generally, I think we all sort of agreed that, you know, losing Burn was a big, big loss. I think we all mm. acknowledge that. However, I felt quite like literally. as a fan base, we thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite, quite literally. And uh, I thought as a fan base, we, we, we were all quite, con- not content, maybe it's not the right word, yeah. but I think we could, we thought we could survive to the end of the season and then get our loan players in and sort of go from there, like a Matt, you know, Matt Clark, all these loan players. So, I don't know, I think hindsight's a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah. And... I just feel like we have definitely been, I feel like now we have been exposed a little bit at the back with, you know, Dunk being suspended for, for that game. Um, you know, like when suspensions and, and other injuries come in, yeah, we're fucked, <laughs> to be real. But I suppose at the time we thought, actually, we didn't really anticipate these injuries or these suspensions. Is that lack of preparation sort of though? Like surely, I guess you could say, yeah, yeah, it was like, you wouldn't have expected Duffy to fall out of form that badly, Dunk to be suspended and Webster to be injured mm. all at the same time. Yeah, that's exactly. hard to expect. But yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, I yeah. Guess no, you're, you're right though. You you're right it. though, Ben. Like you should have a contingency plan for if those things happen. Like you yeah. should be as a manager thinking shit worst really case. Hits the fan like it did do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like I think I think I think any club should think right. What's the worst case scenario here? Like, are we going to have three players at one time, four players at one time? And how do we deal with it? And I suppose, I just feel like, I uh, saw so a lot of people as well, when, um, you know, when we said about on the Burnley game, when we said, why didn't Roberts get a chance? I saw a lot of people yeah. online like, oh, you know, we don't think Roberts is ready, uh, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, okay, if he's not ready, why is he in the squad? And why has he not been, yeah. and why are we not loaned him out and to give him experience and then bring someone back that is ready? You know, like, there's just a lot of questions which I don't really have the answers to, but I don't yeah. know if you guys. I, but, yeah. I agree with that answer. 100%. Like, when Burn was sold, I did look at the squad that we've got. I think, you know, we had four at the time fit centre-backs. I think it's a little bit worrying with, with, with Adam Webster's injury because he's had these injuries mm. before and, I you know, I don't want him to become an injury-prone player, but... Seems like it is slightly going that way, and then I think the other frustrating thing is, you know, we Dan Burn left. We have Turns and Roberts, who are fantastic young players, but 
if they're going to be a mainstay part of the squad, it, it'd be interesting to see if they do get chances because at the moment it looks like mm. they're not getting chances um, mm. to play. And, you know, we're even playing Cucurella at centre-back, which, you know, I, I'm sure he's fine at centre-back, but he's five for eight. Um, yeah. And mm. I, I, I think he can do it fine now. You know, he's a great jumper as well. Like, he's got a lot of, he's got a big leap on him. But, you know, it, yeah, he beat he beat Dan ha- Byrne for a header, didn't he? Like I think just before, yeah. just before he left, I remember. I can't remember he like cleared it off. The yeah, and, someone. but it's just it's just a massive shame to like lose the attacking talent, which uh, which which you know um, he brings to the party. Mm. So that is a shame. But yeah. I don't know. I think yeah, I think you're right. If he doesn't trust Turns and Roberts, I I do question the decision to maybe sell Dan Byrne. Or not replace him because I think yeah. selling Dan Byrne isn't so much the problem because you know we were never really going to get thirteen million pounds for him ever exactly um, mm. with only eighteen months on the contract and then um, yeah so so that'll be interesting but you know just to just to, for a little bit of depth or maybe recall someone I think the but then it came out of nowhere the transfer really it wasn't rumored until the last so. couple of days yeah so there wasn't yeah. time to look. That wasn't time to look at like because I think we agreed a deal with Blackburn to keep Van Hurt for the rest of the season, and we we sent out Ostergaard almost days after he came back from Stoke. Ostergaard's so a weird one. It's, it would have been tough to turn down, like especially yeah. with the personal reasons for Dan Byrne, but also like yeah, like the the value that the Brighton yeah. would get. Mm. Um, but sorry, going back to the match quickly, and also another centre back we haven't mm. mentioned, Joel Veltman. In the first half, he made like a really decent block against Ramsey, but then for their second goal, Tyro Mings of all bloody people that we all hate manages to put a decent ball over the top and he, yeah, he just misjudges the bounce and then Ollie Watkins is through yeah. and scores like yeah. it's just another kind of defensive error that leads to a goal it's just so frustrating to yeah. watch but um, it, I don't it's strange yeah, as well sorry no sorry just quickly it's, it's strange as well that it's Veltman because like we've always said on this podcast he's missed the consistency like he's always yeah. that safe you know that safe option you know you, what you're going to get you're going to get a 7 out of 10 every game with him but i just feel like there's been a couple of games now especially like this incident and then i believe it was another game my mind my mind's failed me uh, where he made another mistake or just all had a poor game and it's like mm. it's very unlike him because he's been such a sort of sound and safe bet 7 out of 10 played. pretty much most, so, most games <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he's like he's, you know he's missed the consistency to a to a uh, average level, I suppose, is a nice way of putting it. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it's 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 um, interesting to see as to why again, like these individual errors, like why is it happening to, to yeah. these players that we usually rely on? It's it's a strange one. I think it it also goes back to what I said about holding the players, cert, not certain players to high standards, but watching them play at high standards. And it seems that all the players which were incredibly high standards all seem to have dropped around the same time. You know, mm. you've got Cucurella dropping. Mm. Basuma dropping and Veltman dropping in form just at the wrong time. It's a mm. bad run of form when, in reality, we've had a great season. That's like, the thing, I don't yeah. Think yeah. Anybody can we set that. the bar so and high to, and it's kind of like, yeah, down, yeah. And I think level a bit, I guess. To, to almost come on here and start moaning does slightly <laughs> feel disingenuous to me sometimes because, you know, we have mm. been so amazing. Yeah. But this, this latest three losses in a row is a little bit concerning. Because I'm used to us losing because, you know, we're not in the top six of this league and probably, you know, that that's what you expect. But to lose in the manner that we've lost is a little bit more worrying. We, we usually, you know, yeah. if it was Man City we're losing 3-0 to, you think of the losses we had earlier in the season, like, you know, the Man City, 
loss, for example, or the Aston Villa loss, we were still keeping the high standards. What's disappointed me is from yeah. early doors in these last few games, it's been low standards from the start. I think, yeah, I, th- I think you're bang on, Jack. I, th- I think that's exactly what's annoyed me the past couple of games. Is that, like, for example, Man United, first half, brilliant. Like, I was like, okay, fair play. We, we were shit in the second half and, and we lost. Fair play. I, I, can, I can take that. It's then, and then uh, obviously we beat Watford, and then uh, Spurs we played well. Well, well uh, no, we tell a lie. We were sort of half and half. But then, like, so then going on well. to these last. Yeah, but yeah, played well. And then these last two games, Burnley and Villa. I just feel like we've shown no fight and that's what's disappointed me most as a fan is the fact that we've not really shown yeah. like if we walked away from that game going oh, oh it was a really hard fought like one nil loss they just beat us just, just pipped us by that extra yeah. bit of quality fair enough you know that's we can accept mm. that as fans however it's the, it's the manner of which way we, we've lost these games which is frustrating but yeah. there's no like I, I'm not one of those fans who are like oh what a fucking shit season this is crap like what the hell's yeah. happened yeah. like we 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 have dips and you know you have peaks and troughs. You 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 know you, mm-hmm. this is the the life of of being a football fan. We're, we're gonna have our highs, we're gonna have our lows, and unfortunately, we're just going through a, a low at the moment where we're just not performing to like like we just said to our usual high standards. And and yeah, I think that brings us beautifully into the next segue, which we spoke about off air, didn't we, boys? About um, how a certain pocket of fans um, have, have have you know said that oh have we regressed or have we progressed since last season? So. It's like, you know, we look at it and we'll start with you, Jack. Um, yeah, just just to simply answer that question, do you think uh, yes. from last season to this season, have we progressed or regressed? Um, so I don't think we've regressed. I mean, we're, we're clearly doing much better in the table. I do think performances have been a bit strange this season. Um, we've been winning point, but, you know, that's all part of becoming a better team. I don't think being a better team is necessarily like playing unbelievably good football because, yeah. you know, we can all agree that Last week against Burnley, they were the better team. But did they play amazing football? No, they didn't. They played better as a team with the sort of taking their chances, winning goal. And we'd definitely be doing that better. So I wouldn't say we've been worse as a team. And we've been doing stuff the hard way, which is good. I like to see that because it shows that I think that's what we struggled to do last season was we never did things the hard way. We were always, you know, playing pretty football. And that's fine, but it, it, it didn't get us anywhere. You know, there's so many games last season where we were just... Rubbish. I think, I don't know, it's interesting to say we've regressed. I think the squad's definitely got smaller. It's a lot less bloated, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. You know, players who were passengers in the squad, like Lacardia, Yohambash, uh, sorry Ryan, um, you know, <laughs> they've gone. Um, they, they've moved on now. So, it's an interesting one. I think, you know, as, as the, the way we're playing... We're doing good, but I think, and especially since January, I think losing Dan Burn, losing Dan Ashworth, they were a big hit for the club, I think. Mm. And to put my full pessimist hat on, um, <laughs> which is, it does sometimes feel like everything's falling to pieces in these last few weeks with everybody leaving. Yeah. And then John the Morley as well. We've worked so hard Jesus. to do. Uh, yeah, then that, that is really fishy. Like we should probably talk about it as well. That's proper fishy, isn't it? Mm. The fact that it's suddenly been, yeah. he's been sacked. He's been well, at the club for so long. Can... Yeah, we we we, oh, no, no, we I, know I, we know it's come out. Yeah, we'd like I think it's COVID, wasn't it? But he's been at the club so long yeah. and he's so well respected at the I, club, and then all like of a sudden those... he sacks for a COVID breach. Yeah, see, I, to me it sounds very wishy washy, like a COVID breach. Now mm. I, I get it; people are still taking COVID seriously. I get that. However. From let's say what? Uh, when did the sanctions get? 
when did the government stop the sanctions like unless unless yeah yeah i know you, i know what you're trying to get at Maz, but unless this incident happened during proper covid times when all these sanctions mm. were properly in place still which i, th- but, I know that they are still but, at club, i think people still have I, their I, bubbles at the club i don't know i just feel like is it i don't know it's a tough one i feel like i think something else has happened and i feel like they've used this to cover up whatever's actually happened because i don't know if you mm. if he's really this important to the football club over a, depending on how how serious the covid breach was itself I, i'm not like condoning you know if he'd i don't know something he done very serious in terms of covid but let's say let's say for example i'm sure it wasn't but let's say he wasn't wearing a mask for example right that is not a sort of valid i, I want to know what was the actual like what did he actually do was, with regards did to I, this COVID, did i read um, you know. Jack might Jack might back me up here. Did I read something about a, it was a player that he was on the coach? I think maybe a player mm-hmm. that had COVID was on the bus or something like that, and obviously maybe right. he gets the blame for that. To be to be fair though, before uh, before the, my legal representation here, uh, <laughs> before it, it, it's only reported in the mail and the club the club haven't actually commented on it. So the only person who's actually commented on it is the Daily Mail, which, of course, you know, is absolutely brilliant journalistic integrity. So we don't. But where know would that wrong, come from? It Surely, it's a bit odd. Yeah, with the they're not. They're not sat in the Daily Mail go. office with like the. Uh, with this, they're not going to spin a wheel and go right. What's the headline today? So Brighton John Mauling, head of Academy. Hey, what's, what's the, what's the <laughs> yeah. thing? Oh, COVID. They're not. They're not like going to make up that headline, surely. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's a strange know. one. Um, I think especially with the with the idea that he might have been heading off to Newcastle, but I guess we'll have to see with that one. Uh, it's just a shame to lose him because all the good youth players that have come through uh, recently have all been due to John Morling's, you know, work. You know, Emerson, yeah. Ferguson, Moran, all great players who have come through the John Morling Academy gates. Alzate, mm-hmm. you know Aaron Connolly before you know he, he's still still our player. Yeah, no. So uh, I, I, I was thinking I was going <laughs> to say it there. Um, yeah, don't forget Aaron Connolly. Uh, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's, it's disappointing. Another technical difficulty. Um, this time, Maz's fault again. But yeah, I think it's just the East London struggling right now with the internet. Uh, we were just talking about John Morling and him, him obviously randomly getting a sack report by the Daily Mail um, and being linked to Newcastle, which leads us on brilliantly to the preview of Newcastle. Um, I'm unfortunately going. We booked the one weekend where we're in the back of three losses and Newcastle winning four in a row. When's that ever going to happen again? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it anymore. And Jack, you're going, aren't you, as well? What are you, yeah, are you looking there, forward to it as much as I am? Uh, to be honest, Newcastle's a great night out, so, you know, there's, there's that. Yeah, um, I'm up on the Friday and then back on the Sunday, so I've got a whole yeah, weekend same. of enjoying. Uh, nice. straight, straight out of the office onto the uh, train up to uh, Newcastle, Love so that. if anybody sees me, they can see me in my gimpy office attire. <laughs> we'll have to, link, uh, we have to link up in Newcastle, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure we will. But uh, no, I'm, I don't know, I, I think somewhere where we traditionally do quite well, though they're in a different vein of form. Yeah, and I probably cursed it by saying that, but um, you know, it, it you've got to just move on from all these defeats each time you do it, and I think that might have been the problem with the with the Burnley result is we really didn't seem to move on, and I hope after the Villa result we move on with the Newcastle result. It's got the extra edge because obviously Dan Burns coming back, and I love the man. Dan but, Burns, you know, know it. There should be no sentimentality. I want to see no clapping him. You know. <laughs> From the, we can clap him at the beginning, but no, like, he's played well. 
uh, until the final whistle, and then we can clap him again. But you know, we we need to start picking up a point here because I still think you know. And this sounds very pessimistic, but 33 points, we still need a couple more wins to guarantee safety. God, that sounds really <laughs> depressing, but I think it's, it's true. true. Though, so it's I think true. we need to pick yeah, up a couple yeah. of these wins. And you look, we want to finish as high as possible. Let's get as many points as possible here. Not look mm. below us. So, yeah, yeah. for sure. It's, and also it's as well, become an interesting one. And, it, and imagine a month ago as well, we sat we sat here and we're like, we go into it, uh, but Newcastle go into it in the form team and we're the ones out of form. Like a month ago, you wouldn't have thought that. Um, so yeah, it, it's mad how like a month of football can change so drastically. Um, so yeah, it should be it should be an interesting. But I, I generally think um, <clears throat> we can, like, you know, man for man, we are better than Newcastle. However, as a team, they are playing better than us. So it's just going to come down to it on the day. Can we come together as a unit and, and beat Newcastle? That's going to be the big question, I suppose. Can Basuma outplay Joel Linton in centre midfield? Who, whoever, who would have thought that would have been a centre, centre midfield battle? <laughs> yeah. Like half a season ago. No, exactly. Joel Linton's looking fantastic. The whole Newcastle fan, you know, it's interesting to see what, you know, just a couple of players can do to a team. You know, Dan Burn mm. coming in. Bruno Guimaraes coming in, although he's well, probably really it. played, and he looks, yeah, Guimaraes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I only know that because of FIFA, because there's the team that play in uh, Portugal. Uh, oh yeah, Guimaraes. But um, and then you know who else have they brought in? Kieran Trippier, although I don't think he'll be fit and available no. for the game. Um, so it's Not interesting, you know. I, Wood usually loves a goal yeah, against us as well, which isn't good. And he hasn't really scored for Newcastle. So will we break his duck like we no. normally do of every single player that loves loves breaking their ducks against us? Mm. Probably. Well, probably yeah, won't. exactly. Yeah. This is this is is what happens, isn't it, with Brighton for some bloody reason? Is you know the players break the, you know like Ronaldo scoring his first goal in twenty twenty two against us. <laughs> Yeah. And you know it's, it, it just gets a bit silly, but you know it should be a good weekend up there, regardless of the result. But yeah, hopefully we need to be drunk enough to be able to get yeah get through it. I think we we'll go out on the Friday night and then be extremely hungover on the Saturday so we can forget about it and then do the exact same thing on Saturday night. Should be fun. Exactly. Um, let's do yeah. score predictions. I went to a casino one. Oh, I was, I was going to say last time I went there, I went to a casino. And went to quid. It was <laughs> the greatest day of my life. I acted like an absolute baller walking around the yeah fifty quid on a roulette machine and it was like I was walking around the club going look at all this money I have and you boys. We're all getting breakfast in the hotel tomorrow. And we didn't, so that's fine. But, uh, yeah, well, score you 50 quid Sorry. So, yeah, yeah thinking of some point in the story. i got to go 1-1. Yeah. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll probably have to agree with that again. I think I said 1-1 last week as well. But, yeah, probably 1-1 as well. Maz, what about you? Mm. I, I'm, I'm going to go with a 2-1 win. To Brighton, mate. We're gonna, we're gonna be, oh, we're gonna ride right, the, right. the 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 wave of positivity. We're gonna go two one win away from home. We're well, gonna do this at the beginning of the episode. Um, obviously, this is Jack's third appearance on the podcast, isn't it? So, obviously, round of a, round of applause. Everyone, Maz, go on, there you go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, like Soccer AM used to do, <clears throat> and like we promised, here is your hat trick ball, Jack. Oh, thank you Lovely very much. Ball. I'll just, shall, I just, shall I just pass it over to you? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, right, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I'll pass it. There you go. Stand it there, mate. There you go. Oh, wow. Look at oh. you already. <laughs> How amazing. Look at it. In the beautiful. It's got loads of air, though. Look at the amount of air. Yeah, yeah I think it doesn't transfer. travel well, clearly. Yeah. yeah. And, wow, that's crazy. All the, all the signatures are signed to 
they've changed to blue instead of black. Yeah, <laughs> and all different players as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, well deserved Jack well deserved mate okay so thank you for listening and watching and viewing Jack thank you again for coming on filling in for Ryan he did tell me to say one thing actually uh, he said he wanted one, one thing that he wanted me to say in the podcast he said Potter out as well which is unlike Ryan but he told me to say Potter out for him uh, so yeah Jack <laughs> thank you for <laughs> thank you for coming on uh, Maz the delay he'll probably respond in about 10 seconds thank you for coming on as well um, of course if you are watching on Spotify and Apple Please leave a lovely, lovely review. Um, hit the subscribe button as well on that little lovely pop-up there. You might see it. And um, we Can shall you see you after Newcastle. What's that? Can, what, the video? Yeah, yeah, man. We're... You can subscribe oh, on can Spotify. Subscribe? What a world, what a no, world no, 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 no. Did I say No, I think I said leave a review on Spotify. Okay, Maybe no, I didn't. Do Maybe I didn't, Jack. <laughs> don't do that. Because you won't. You'll be looking for days to try and find a subscribe button on Spotify. Maybe one day. Yeah, anyway. just do it. See if you can find one. If maybe me and Jack will see you in Newcastle, but if not, take care and peace.